Digital Marketing Radio, episode 184. Technical SEO, chapter 3 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying solo with David Bain. David Bain. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 184 of Digital Marketing Radio. And today, I'll be sharing technical SEO. Chapter 3 of the book, Digital Marketing in 2017. You can, of course, get your copy of the book over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Technical SEO Chapter 3 features A.J. Gergich, Bridget Randolph, Mike King, Mark Thomas, Barry Adams, Johnny Ross, Gianluca Fiorelli, and Don Anderson. Chapter 3, Technical SEO. This is the second of the two chapters that deal with the more technical aspects of digital marketing in 2017. Get through this one and you're over the hump. An essential part of technical SEO ensures that your website includes markup code that helps search engines to understand your content better. It's possible to encourage Google to include some of your content in their search results. Featured snippets. This is something that AJ Gergich, SEO and content marketing expert at gergich.com, is currently incorporating into his client services. Interestingly enough, and I think maybe it validates what I was going to talk about, is Anne talked about the exact same thing. So we were both just talking about how we're pushing feature snippets. So I'll try to talk about it in a little bit different way instead of explaining what they are. So we're really focusing our clients on earning feature snippets, um, mainly because it's a new part of the content strategy for them. And so what we've actually just recently done is a study with uh, SEM Rush, and I have that pinned at my Twitter. It's at um, SEO. Excuse me, sorry. I've got a cold here and the tea is necessary. So we just did a study with, at, uh, with SEM Rush, and we have a lot of actionable takeaways that you can apply to featured snippets. So we broke it down by questions, prepositions, and uh, comparison searches. And so it's phenomenal data. You can go in there and you can see exactly how you should format um, your content to fit each specific snippet that you're going after. And um, also SEMrush has a cool tool, the uh, SEO magic tool, uh, as well as, <clears throat> sorry, the answer to the public that Ann mentioned as well. Somebody else currently working on getting Google to understand and feature more of her client's content is Bridget Randolph from BridgetRandolph.com. Yeah, basically the thing that I'm telling everyone at the moment is think about how to make your content specifically your website, but also things like apps more flexible. And what I mean by that is uh, where is it able to go? So I think we used to talk a lot about whether content was mobile friendly, but that still limits you to mobile screens, right? Uh, whereas with things like structured data, we're more able than ever to send our content really anywhere that can understand and interpret what the data looks like and display it in the way that's most suitable to the format that that device or location suits. So uh, I guess just the practical application of that for 
this coming year, get really good with structured data, understand what Google's doing with things like rich cards, um, but also thinking ahead a little bit. Just start asking yourself things like, would a personal assistant app device understand what my content's about? Would a smartwatch make sense to show this or a TV? You know, all that sort of thing. Mike King, founder of iPoRank, delivers another vote for harnessing the power of structured data. Sure. So my tip for 2017 is largely about paid speed, uh, structured data, and um, machine learning. So, you know, essentially what I'm saying is if you follow the things that Google is doing from a development perspective, you're going to continue to be ahead. And these are the things that they've been focusing on so much in the last year or so and will continue to do so. So looking at progressive web apps, looking at AMP, things like that, you can tell that their obsession is very much about speed. And when you think about you know, these new applications of vocal search, they've got Google Home and all these other things. Uh, they're all about making that Star Trek computer. And really what supports that is going to be site speed and then also structured data. So, you know, getting ahead of building out the right structured data on your site and then also thinking about what you can do to leverage machine learning because there's so many great marketing applications to that um, that are going to help out with pretty much every channel. But if we're talking about search, there's a lot of untapped there and I think there's a lot of opportunity for uh, a lot of marketers to get ahead right now with some of the existing tools. So keep an eye on the future but take advantage of the technology that's available to you now to be different and because of that better than the competition. One technology that not all of your competitors will be utilizing at the moment is HTTP2 and Mark Thomas VP of growth at Spotify says that this is definitely a technology that you should embrace. My big tip is to ensure that people are adopting HTTP2. Um, the speed gains of using the new protocol, um, regardless of um, the browser that a user might be um, employing. So this could be up to 15% quicker load times just because you're using HTTP2. Now, to take advantage of that, the actionable thing you need to do is make sure you've migrated to HTTPS because um, Chrome and Firefox only support um, the, the protocol by default on a, on a uh, encrypted line. So people migrating, I still think there's a staggering number of sites ranging from the BBC to Bloomingdale's that haven't migrated. and. Um, you know, there's a big opportunity there for everyone that is migrating and using HTTP2, which stands at about maybe 11% of the internet as things stand. WordPress and Cloudflare have already moved, so people using them will already have the opportunity, but it's one that I think everyone should take because there are some much bigger things coming along. So I think getting this migration done in 2017 is important. You've heard a lot about AMP. Um, you might skip AMP and move to PWA, as some people have already been saying tonight. So it's a really exciting time with new technologies that can run with new protocols such as HTTP2. Um, so yeah, my actionable tip is to make sure you're employing and adopting HTTP2. Mark Thomas above and Tony Passy in the previous chapter both talked about the possibility of bypassing AMP. And AMP certainly seems like a hot topic at the moment. Barry Adams, founder of Pomic Digital, also believes it's important. I wanted to talk about Google Accelerated Mobile Pages a bit and why I think it's going to be very important. I'm a bit ambivalent about it, if I'm entirely honest. 
because I'm not a big fan of Google forcing another web standard down our throat, but I see what they're trying to do with Google AMP. And the most powerful aspect of AMP is the one that I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand in that Google will preload AMP results on its own Google cache and then preload them in mobile web browsers when they're being shown, which is exactly what is powering that very fast experience on AMP pages. Um, there's a lot of activity on the roadmap to develop AMP further with all kinds of different um, new functions and feature, features and functionality being introduced. working group working to get uh, AMP working for e-commerce scenarios. So I, I expect 2017 to be the year that will either prove AMP to be a very dominant force going forward, or it might turn out to be a bit of a dud and uh, people will abandon it because there's just not enough critical mass behind it as we've seen with several other of Google's experiments over the years. So my advice would be to keep a very close eye on what AMP is doing and to be prepared for switching tactics and adopting AMP very quickly when the need arises. Someone else who's quite certain about the value of AMP now is Johnny Ross, MD and founder of Johnny Ross Consultancy. Uh, it's got to be uh, AMP, Accelerated uh, Mobile Pages. Um, it's, I guess a lot of people will have heard of it, but if you haven't, it's uh, Facebook's, uh, it's Google's version of Facebook Instant Articles. Uh, it's a, ultimately a really lightweight, stripped down version of your web page. Um, Google have announced that 40% of people abandon a web page after uh, if, if it takes more than three seconds to load. Um, I'm not sure how true that is, but I know we all expect things instantly. And uh, the average load speed for uh, an AMP page is 0.7 of a second, which is a, is, is, is a serious amount. And with AMP, um, if you, uh, by having AMP pages, you can get uh, very high in Google. You get featured at the top of Google. Um, the latest stats is that uh, the top position of Google gets 31% of the click-through rate. Uh, position two of Google gets 19%. So, so you're looking at 50% of the click-through just in the, the top two clicks of, uh, of, of Google search. Um, and by creating an AMP page, you've got a very good chance of being in that uh, position. There are downsides, there's loads of, there are some negatives. Uh, duplication is one of the biggest one. Uh, so it's about using canonical tags, et cetera. Um, and you know what? Uh, the whole thing comes back to content though. There's no point having AMP pages unless you have amazing content. So nothing's changed for 2017. It's about fabulous, great content that's very focused, that's very target audienced. Uh, think of personas, who are you writing for? What's the purpose of writing? and write with the target audience in mind. And as long as you write good content, you're on tip for 2017. And voicing his opinion on AMP, progressive web apps and voice search is Gianluca Fiorelli from iloveseo.net. I used to, um, to put in a timeline what Google is telling us uh, during the year. And uh, also to, in the same timeline, I put what company Google is buying and what patent lists uh, are, are, going, are published during the year. And also I started to put what product Google is started selling, like uh, the Google Home, but nobody talked about the Daydream VR uh, headset. So from all this sort of timeline, uh, what I 
purview for uh, this next year is substantially two things. Uh, Google, if you go to, to the Google blog or the master blog, 90% uh, of the posts are only about mobile uh, since substantially March. So many of them are, are about AMP. So uh, I would stress about really uh, going into the AMP, uh, put AMP in your strategy, and not only because, uh, of, not only for news, but we are starting to see some experiment with AMP for e-commerce website. Which means, uh, and right now, uh, if you want to even think forward, uh, start thinking about progressive web application. Because Google has started since a couple of months expressing really a lot about the beauty of PWAs. And secondly, uh, voice search. Uh, all the patents related uh, that Google is is publishing are all related about entity search and entity search is all about natural language. Natural language on a practical way is voice language, in voice search. And if I wasn't talking about word search, I would recommend you to not forget Bing because Bing is, um, is behind the searches in things like Alexa, uh, Siri, and uh, obviously Cortana. So we always talk about Google, but maybe Bing as an opportunity to, to grab some piece of a search market. So this would be my uh, big things to think about in a strategy, strategically for 2017. Concluding chapter three, Don Anderson from Move It Marketing talks about how SEOs need to be juggling multiple balls. Don says, Whilst this is not necessarily within the remit of the SEO practitioner, everything affects everything, and optimizing the experience cross-device should be seen as high priority. We all know that the search engines are focusing a lot of effort on machine learning, and this has been a huge fascination in the SEO community in 2016. However, there is still plenty of work to do in business as usual. It's often very easy to go chasing the shiny things all the time. Yet there are good old-fashioned textbook SEO areas left neglected. These include fixing many of the technical SEO issues which abound and revisiting tired content. Optimizing existing content for readability and repurposing or enriching to adapt to the rise of voice search and featured snippets via answering questions is low-hanging fruit that should not be ignored. Also, add videos and multiple sections to upcycle evergreen content that still meets needs, but just needs some polish applying. And of course, go AMP and HTTPS. Chapter three, technical SEO summary. Give your website a better chance of being included in Google's featured snippets. Test what your content looks like on TVs, smartwatches, and other platforms. Follow the things that Google is doing from a development perspective, and you'll stay ahead. Make sure you're employing and adopting HTTP too. Keep a very close eye on what AMP is doing, 
and be prepared to switch tactics. There's no point in having AMP pages unless you have amazing content. Don't forget about Bing. Bing powers the voice searches of Alexa, Siri and Cortana. Optimizing the cross-device experience should be seen as priority. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Just scroll down, click on the orange order button, and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Then, when you've ordered, come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio, that yeah.